2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1. The <laughs> Bible says, Thou therefore endures, uh, verse 1, and then we'll go down to verse 4, okay? Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men, who shall be able to teach others also. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that warth entangled himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who hath chosen him to be a what? Soldier. soldier. I'm not even really going to emphasize verse 4, but it all boils down to verse 4, being a soldier. This is, can you believe we're going in 2016? Is that crazy? Did you all have a good Christmas? My wife blew me away this year. She just had all kinds of crazy, great stuff. I felt like the kids, usually the kids get all the good stuff. And I'm like, yes, I loved it. And it's not about that. It's not about the, it's not about the gifts. But it was awesome to get them, right? Huh? It's good. But I'm going to tell you something. As I'm getting ready for the new year, I always do what you all do, right? You got your New Year's resolution? Do you? How many of you have wrote some things down you want to do for the new year? Oh my goodness, this is perfect, perfect message for this group tonight. Yes, we're talking about the committed, so I'm glad we're all in this together. The committed, well, what is the committed? The committed are dedicated uh, people that are dedicated to a long-term course of action. They, it's a pledge they make, it's a decision they've made, it's a promise to do something. It's what you all are not, Okay. The one that raised their hand and said they're going to be committed and make a New Year's resolution. What is it? Why, why, why don't we make New Year's resolutions? Because we get discouraged, right? We just say, why even try? What's the point? I'm going to last two weeks and then I'm going to go quit. I'm going to eat those Twinkies. And I'm going to, I'm going to go back to that horrible breakfast of Pop-Tarts. And, but the bottom line is we have an obligation to be committed. And I'm not talking about losing weight I'm not talking about working out. And those things are great. Um, commitment requires committed people. And that's, that's what we see in 2 Timothy chapter 2, 1 through 4. We see a committed man named Paul who is invested. That's what this whole passage is in 2 Timothy and 1 Timothy. It's a letter written to this young man that's a young preacher. And he says, I'm investing you. I'm a committed man. That wants to invest in you as a committed young man so you can invest in others that are faithful in which is the church. And take the doctrine. And you need committed people to give doctrine to so they can teach and preach and help others also. And that's what he said. And so entwined in 2 Timothy chapter 2 are, are, are three key elements to be a committed person. I see strength, faithfulness, and endurance. All of which are characteristics of committed people. Uh, so let's do this. We're just gonna we're gonna jump right in, jump right out, and I want to make it real simple because I'm a very simple person, and you all know that, and we all say amen. But I want you to be able to walk away and have in the back of your mind the idea that you could actually write down some New Year's resolutions and stick with them. And it starts here. So can we truly say that we're committed people? I mean, in your seat right now, can you truly say you're committed to your job, your spouse, your church? Maybe that team? Are you really a committed person? Because you may have not raised your hand and said, I've made a New Year's resolution. But you might think within yourself that you are committed to something. Even though it may not be a New Year's resolution, you are committed to something. At the beginning of every year, we're making decisions. 
decision to lose weight, eat right, go to church faithfully, tithe, you know, be consistent and faithful in maybe the area of ministry you're involved in or be nice to your wife or be nice to your husband or the dog that you just want to kick every time you see, be nice to him, you know. Maybe there's something in your life that you just want to turn around and become a consistent, faithful person. Well, I want to help you, okay, because I do too. I want that really bad, but I am very inconsistent. So there's going to be some in here I'm going to just tell you right now. You got your little list, you may as well throw it away. You say, well, I'm going to lose 30 pounds, I'm going to work out every day, I'm going to, I'm going to take those big bottles of vitamins, vitamin E, vitamin D, vitamin C, vitamin B, and I'm going to take fish oil. What is that? What are they, squeezing oil out of fish, put in a little, who does that? This is a disgusting thing, and then they tell us we need that. I did a New Year's resolution. I took fish oil, and I felt like I was chewing on a raw fish all day long. I is not on my list of New Year's resolutions. But whatever it is on your list, let me tell you something. You may as well throw it away if you don't get this, okay? That's just the way it is. It's very blunt. It's very simple. It's, if you're not a committed person, you will not be able to fulfill the things you've committed to. Okay, so let's try to figure out how we can become committed people. You ready? So you can have, and this goes hand in hand with this morning's service. I mean, it really does because, Pastor Tony, what a great message. Uh, If you did not hear it, go online, listen to it this week. Uh, Awesome. I mean, it helped me in such a a great way, and and I'm complimenting you. Isn't that cool? Mom's going to be proud. You can tell mom when we go see her next week, this week. But it's just really helpful. And now, now that you could, if you were here this morning, you could take that message in, in, and then take the next step, which would be this. It's saying, God, I'm putting those things behind me. I'm not going to be discouraged. I'm not going to let things hold me down or hold me back. I'm ready. And you just give it to God and get it right. But now you're going to have to find out what it takes to be this committed person. You know when people are like amped up and like, I'm going to join the army. I'm going to bring a, I'm going to be a Marine. Right, Jordan? You're going to be a Marine? Right? Yeah. All right. So uh, the people get amped up. No, Jordan, you can do this. Jordan Lee, you can do this. He wants to join the Marines. But people love the idea. You know, they're the kind of people that go out and get the tattoo of the Marine, the Marines have before they even join the Marines. And then they find out they never made it. And then they walk around and like trying to cover it up. They're zealous, they're energetic, but they just don't cut it. Not saying you can't, Jordan. I have great faith in you. Your uncle loves you, all right? Go get it. But the committed start here. They're strong. Let me tell you something. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 2. Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. The word grace here is speaking of the power we possess in Christ. We're all superheroes. We got it. I am a huge Superman fan. I love Superman. Batman is a weenie. Superman is the man. Let me tell you something. Don't ever forget that. Write that down, kids. Write that down. Superman. But within every one of us, we have the same ability. And I'm not talking about a supernatural strength. I'm talking about a spiritual strength to do things above comprehension that the world steps back and goes, how is it possible for them to do what they're doing? How are these Christians enduring these things that they've been put in place? Hey, let me tell you something. It's not going to be the Justice League. It's not going to be the Avengers. It's going to be the faithful few, which are standing or sitting before me, that can do the job and be committed to change this world. Let me tell you, it's in you, and it's the grace of God. You say, now, what does that mean? 
Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 says it this way. Finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord in the power of his might. The strength of the committed comes from the grace of Almighty God. You've been granted the ability to do things beyond your comprehension. You just have to tap into it. You just don't realize you got it until you let go of your control and let God control. We are powerless within ourselves. Do you believe that? The Bible tells us uh, to put no confidence in the flesh because we just can't, we can't cut it. You know, the, the weaker the flesh is, the stronger the spirit is. We just got to let go of our abilities and give it to God. So I want to start off with this mindset so you understand that the committed are strong, but they're only strong because of the grace of God that's given to them. And they can only have that ability to tap into that when they're willing to let go of themselves. This motivational speaking stuff and all these ideas where you're good enough, you're smart enough, and doggone it, people like you. No, not everybody's going to like you. That is a lie. And let me tell you something. You can build yourself up as if you have arrived and you have great potential, but without the foundation of Jesus Christ and tapping in to the strength that's within you and eliminating your pride and your arrogancy and your intelligence and everything that makes you think you've got it together, that's the only way you're going to be committed. It is the power within you. So the less of you and the more of him, the stronger you are. All right, so with that in mind, the committed are strong in their faith. Now check it out. If you want to be able to fulfill your New Year's resolution and be a committed person, you've got to realize when 2 Timothy was written, it was written to people that were strong in their faith. These are the people that fulfill their, their list of goals and desires to do things for God, for their family, for their church, and for the country. That sounded really good. I said for their country. You like that, Jordan? You're going to learn that in Marine Corps. 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 13. Watch ye, stand fast in the faith. Quit you like men and what? Be strong. Man, I want to tell you something. Committed are strong in their faith. I've met some people that I cannot understand their faith. I, they're they're, they're They are mind-blowing when they're going through trials and tribulations and how strong they are in their faith in Christ. Circumstances cause us to be weak in our faith. And and it causes us to, uh, to start doubting God. But the committed are strong in their faith. 2, Timothy, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10. Therefore I take pleasure in infirmities and reproaches and necessities and persecutions and distress for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. I'm going to tell you something. Less of me, more of him. Glory to God and good for me. It is just the thing that I have to embrace. It, it's not humiliation it's not like you're just being a a, a loser. It's accepting the fact that you within yourself can do nothing. And it is humiliation. You have to humble yourself before the Lord. And when we do that, we become stronger in our faith. The committed are strong in their faith and in their walk. You know, you can't be a faithful, consistent Christian and walk consistently in the principles of God's word if you're not constantly Uh, putting off the flesh and pursuing God's grace. The committed are strong in their faith and in their walk. The Bible says in 1 John chapter 1 and verse 6, if we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. The Bible says in Psalms, teach me thy way, O Lord, 
I will walk in thy truth. Hey, let me tell you something. We have to learn to walk in the truth of God's word and be consistent and faithful to our children, to our wives, to our husband, to our church. The committed are strong in their faith. They're strong and consistent in their walk. And here it is, Paul, a consistent man that's looking at Timothy, and he says, I've been shipwrecked. I've been stoned in, in, in the middle of a city, and they, they drug me out, and they thought I was dead, but I got back up. I had a viper come out of the fire and bite me. They thought I was a demon. Then they thought I was a god. What, this is my crazy life, but I stuck with it. I did not give up on my God because I know he is the only God. He's the living God. And I stuck with it and my faith was strong, but my walk was consistent. That is committed. The committed are strong. The committed are also faithful. The Bible makes it very clear. Most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness, but a faithful man who can find. Who can find the faithful man? You ever met somebody that can tell you how good they are at all kinds of things? I meet them all the time. All the time. They're good at everything. I mean, you could say that you have flown and the plane was going down. You jumped out with a parachute, ended, in the middle of, ended up in the middle of the jungle, and you had to live off of, you know, the, the land and, and made friends with monkeys. And, and they'll come along and say, you know what, I've done that too. But I wasn't friends with monkeys. I found gorillas to be better companions. And you're like, yeah, I made my own parachute. Okay. For a matter of fact, I had a jetpack, and the jetpack gave out on me, and that's when the parachute kicked in. You cannot beat these people. They have everything figured out. I mean, they have it all figured out. I tell you what, there's these kind of mentalities all across America and the churches, and, the, and, and you feel like, how, how in my walk with Jesus Christ, how can I, and I know I appreciate what you said this morning, when you feel so defeated and, and you let sin beat you down and beat you down and you just feel like you can't be committed or you can't be faithful, you can't get up and you know, pursue the new year, whatever the case may be, because of all the circumstances in your life, and you look at all the other committed, faithful people around you and say, look at them, look what they're doing. Let me tell you, they may be big talkers, but they're just as lost in this crazy world as you are. They have just as many problems. They might put a good face on and look really great, but they have just as many problems as you do. And they have just as hard of a time to be consistent and committed to their faithfulness as you. People love the talk, but the walk, the walk is a whole different story. You know, they got it all figured out. They've been there, done that. But I'm going to tell you something. When it comes down to it, who can find a faithful man? The committed are faithful. 2 Timothy 2.2 2. And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall, what, be able to teach others also. He said, everything I'm investing in you, Timothy, I want you to be faithful and consistent with it and find people that'll be the same way and you invest in them so they can invest in others and we just keep on passing this on and before you know it, we have a generation of committed, faithful, consistent, spiritual people. But it starts with understanding the committed are strong but it also means they're faithful. If one is committed to the job, they'll be faithful to go there, right? 
They'll be faithful to show up to their job. If one's committed to the team, then they'll be faithful to watch the team play, whether they're going to win or lose. I'm not a sports fan, but I know a lot of you are, and you're committed to your team. If one's committed to the church, they'll be faithful to attend the church. If one's committed to their spouse, they'll be faithful not to cheat on their spouse. The committed are faithful, consistent people. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 2, Moreover, it is required in stewards that ye, that what? That a man be found faithful. I tell you, look, don't, do, don't jump too fast. I said rip up your paper. Listen, hold on to those goals that you have, those New Year's resolution, but don't try to apply them. Don't try to do them until you've gotten these things down. You are Learn to be strong, committed are strong. You learn to be faithful and consistent. As a lot of people, when when my my son is all excited, he wants a phone. You know, you just turn to him, Daddy, I want a phone. Why can't I have a phone? And you should see what he does right now with his tablet and stuff. And I said, this is the fine example why you don't need a phone right now. You don't need a phone right now. And, and he has some great ideas. And you know what? As he gets older, he's going to develop the, the right idea of what a f- phone is truly about. I mean, I remember when I wanted a pager, buddy. <laughs> I wanted a pager. I'm like, Dad, can I get a pager? And they were about that big. And it sticks on your side, and somebody calls you, and it goes, Brr, and you're like, yes. Now I need some change in a pay phone. <laughs> it was awesome. But, but I had to wait. The committed are faithful, but there's some requirements to get there. I tell you, you can, you can meet all the goals, all the things that you are so ambitious about. And it's going to happen, but it starts with this process, being strong, being faithful. The Bible makes it very clear that the committed are enduring. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. I... Uh, I, I've learned that endurance is not my strong point, you know? You ever get discouraged and you just want to quit? You're just like, ugh, I hate puzzles. I just, ugh. You know, I just, you, you ever started on something? My, uh, Ellie was so pumped, she got a Lego set, a huge Lego set. And they come in these individual little bags. And step one, you pull that little bag out, it has a number on it. And then step two, I walked by her room, and I saw her, and I stepped back, and I go, what are you doing? And he goes, I'm putting all, she ripped every bag open, (laughs) hundreds of Lego pieces, and dumped them into one big box. I said, oh my, Ellie, that is going to be, it is going to be, (laughs) you're going to have to be very committed to this journey that lies ahead. (laughs) The committed are enduring, you know, there's some things that I have found very quickly that I just do not want to do in the ministry. It's those late nights when we're getting ready for VBS and, and you're, you're creating some ridiculous stage or doing something in the hallway prepping and you're thinking, I just want to go home and go to bed and quit. It's just not worth investing in this. It's when you get up early in the morning and, and you're getting ready to ride that bus or you're getting your Sunday school material ready or you know, you're getting ready to go to the choir and you're just like, ah, wouldn't it be easy to be like the ones that don't show up until 11 o'clock and not have all this responsibility? You know, the endure hardness aspect. But let me tell you something. Uh, the committed will endure. 
They're the ones that are faithful, consistent, and strong. They're the ones that hit their goals. I mean, do you all these different stories of inventors where they've tried and tried and tried and this, everything just falls apart and doesn't work and then finally they have success because they endure hardness. The Bible makes it very clear that enduring hardness means enduring temptations and afflictions. And the more we endure those temptations and afflictions, the stronger we become. I remember, I don't know, I've given this illustration before probably like three times. And this has to do with you. That's why I'm pointing at you. But if you've heard it, you've heard it, I don't care. Because I'm going to say it again because it's a great illustration. It's an awesome illustration. Now that I've said that, me, me and Tony were horrible, horrible athletes. I know you can't imagine that, but horrible athletes. I remember Pastor Tony, the only sport he ever played was soccer. And, this, and that's a sissy sport, right? And he played soccer. I remember watching him, and he played soccer. And you know, you were fairly good. I was very impressed. You did good. It would rain. He would endure it. He would play soccer. He did great. And then finally, we, this is back when Karate Kid came out. <laughs> Karate Kid. The crane kick. Uh-huh. Yeah, Daniel's son. And we were, at, we, were at, we were at Walmart parking lot. We drove up, and they had this whole area fenced off like nobody could go in there. There were black belts breaking things. And it was just like heaven. We were standing there experiencing heaven. And I looked at Tony. This is like, this is, this is our destiny. This is it. This is what we have been called to do. And we did. Looked at mom. Mom said, we had, there's, she had five kids. She has five kids still, right? They have five kids. And she said, you pick one sport. I'm not driving all over. And so I was like, ah, man, all right. So this is it. And Tony said, this is it. And Denny said, this is it, for like two months. And then, so we did it. In five years, we stuck with it, right? Five years, baby. (laughs) And we were like, this is the day. Black belt. It's time to get the black belt. And they had this panel, and and it was table after table after table, and, and all these black belts staring at us. And we're looking at them, and we had to take this forever long test, three, four hour test, and we're already exhausted after the first two hours, and then you keep on going, and you're sweating, and you're just exhausted, and you feel like you can't go any further, and you're weak. Tony was already weak when he walked in, and it was just like, ah, I want to be done. And then at the, in the very end, they do two things during your black belt test. Two things. One, you have to fight. And, and they had three people you had to fight at the same time. And, and one, was, one was like a first degree, and the other was like a third and a fourth, whatever. I could sound really good and be like a 20th degree black belt. But it was just scary. And you stand there, and there's one there and there and there. And they said, when they say, and, and the other, and when they said, when you're done with this, they pull out a brick, and you say, then you break this. I'm like, why? why? Who, what, what am I going to carry around bricks and show up and... What was the point of this? I'm, like, I'm exhausted. I got to fight these monkeys and then I have to break a, a brick. I'm talking about a red brick like on the wall there, not a block like you see on TV and break a brick. So we're like, okay, I'm preparing myself. And when he said fight, they did nothing like Karate Kid. Nothing, nothing. They ran, they grabbed us, they threw us down, they just stomped on us, beat on us. There was no kicks. There was no karate. 
it was like we were playing football without pads. It made no sense. And all I'm thinking to myself is, I'm going to die. I'm going to die by being beat to death by an overweight black belt that doesn't even know karate. He's just beating, he's just beating on me. And I remember Mr. Clarity looking down at me and he said, just don't quit. I will give you your black belt. And he didn't say it nicely like this. He was yelling, just don't quit. Don't stop. If you don't quit, you'll pass. This is your last test. I was like, "Eh, fuck it. And finally he says, stop. Oh, I feel like sometimes we are so ready for the Lord just to say, stop. You're done. You just didn't quit. Let me tell you, I am far from perfect. Don't say amen. I, I do stupid things like stay up all night, Saturday night, exhausted the next day. I say dumb things to my kids where you walk away and you go, why did I say that? You say dumb things to your, or your spouse and you think, why did I do that? You buy things you shouldn't buy. We are humans. We do things we shouldn't do. We're not consistent and faithful and all these great things Paul was. But if we can learn from them, we can become committed people. Not perfect. Just people that don't quit. Are y'all following me? So, when when, when it comes time for the new year, it's just around the corner, pull out your list and go ahead and try. But just remember, before you start your new year's resolution, learn from Paul, who taught Timothy, who taught others also, and be committed. Because the committed are the ones that see the New Year's resolutions come to pass. The committed are the faithful. They're the strong. They're the enduring. They're the ones that go with all their heart and they don't stop. And I believe with all my heart that we can see a church come 2016 with servant leaders that are willing to step out by faith and say, I don't know if I have the ability to teach this class or be a part of this bus ministry or whatever. And you just try. And, and, and see what God can do with the committed.